Hey guys, welcome to another episode of 5 Minute Major Radio, coming at you to, again on a Friday evening because our schedules, well, are just schedules, so yeah. Uh, joined by Matt and Jake again as always, fellas, how's it going? Yo, I'm like 8 feet away from the mic. <laughs> you just have to speak loudly and enunciate your verbs. I'm just saying. I mean, I could move the mic over more, so then it's going to block the image. Of no, sorry. But, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Try it. It's, oh, it, it, it takes out the free ad. No free ads. No free ads for spin chiglets. We like that. We like it. We like. Yeah, we're big chiglets guys, but no free ads. No free ads. We're also not drinking. Jake and I are drinking just drinking black stouts. It's it's not a brand name or anything. Mm. Yes, but regardless, um, boys, kind of in an iffy week. Uh, Flyers are still in it for now. They're not mathematically eliminated. As everyone knows, last week while we were recording, we watched them blow a 5-2 to two lead and lose 7-6 to the Toronto Maple Leafs, and we were all kind of like, WTF, mate. Remember that video from back in the day? Um, yeah, that sucked. And then they went ahead, go ahead, and then they played the Pittsburgh Penguins Sunday night in a game where I uh, missed it because we had a good old beer league game, was cheering on the squad, and I t- was texting Matt the other day, and he's like, all you need to do is watch third period overtime, and that's the whole entire game. Yeah. Flyers were victorious, stuck on to Pittsburgh. Um, gained a lot of traction after that win that they lost against Toronto. Uh, they come back on Tuesday night against Montreal and just lay an egg. Um, they just did not play well at all. Very frustrating. And then you have last night's game where they walk in Chicago. Chicago draws first blood, and then Carter Hart says, Niet. And the Flyers walk away with a 3-1 win. So do we want to start back with where we left off on Friday? Or do we just want to pick up with the Pens game on Sunday, boys? I think we should just, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to talk about that Toronto game anymore because that was just hard to watch. It was basically like kind of watching, like, just like, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it, let's just not talk about it. I don't even want to say anything about it. It's just like, it was tough to watch. It was a rough one. I personally wanted to move on. The Flyers obviously wanted to move on after that. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's start with that Penguins game. Because obviously that's a that's a good win. They swept. Not they didn't sweep. They won the season series against Pittsburgh. Yeah, Bob. Uh, they won four out of three out of four meetings. Um, so sorry Pittsburgh, but uh, we still got you. But it was a good game. I mean, the the one thing that I didn't get was the Flyers seemed to have scored. I think it was the first period. The Flyers seemed to have scored. The refs called it off for goalie interference. The Flyers challenged goalie interference. They won a challenge for once in a blue moon. And then Pittsburgh challenged for offsides, and the play was offsides. It was clearly, it was clearly it, offsides. It went from a goal to no goal. It went from no goal to a goal back to a no goal. And it just makes you wonder, like, how come the on-ice officials or, like, the people in Toronto didn't get it right, like, the first time? I think um, they're not, they're not looking for the, like if they're challenging for goalie interference. They're not going to check the blue line. But you know what I mean, um, Jake. What, what were your thoughts about the Pens game? I mean, particularly that play. I mean, I mean that was really I think the only big play of of the first like three quarters of the game. I didn't catch the game. I was at work, but like uh, looking back after the fact, like and like I was talking with I think Jason, our friend Jason, about this, and you know. Like, I kind of agree with him when he says he hates the process of that, like how it works. Like once a play goes under review, like 
cover all bases. Like, okay, so like, was this a goal or not a goal? But also the, determine whether the play was offsides to begin with. Yeah. Determine I was this player in like what have you. Like, get it all done under a single like review. Don't like have that like back and forth where it's like, oh, okay, so like reviewed, overturned, reviewed, still a goal. You know what I mean? It's too much. Yeah. It's a waste of time. I mean, for the most part, like, the game, that was really the only, like, eventful part of the game up until, I guess, the Penguins scored in the third period, I think, with, like, I don't know what time they scored. Really. I know they scored early on in the period. I'm yeah, sure. but, I mean, again, like, other than that, I guess the main part of, like, the first two periods for the Flyers, at least, was that Carter Hart, again, played one of his best games that he's played of his career so far. He made over – I think he – did he make over 40 saves yeah. in that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. They he, were out, the Flyers were outshot 19-9 to after, I think, the first period. Yeah, he bailed them out on, so. on multiple occasions, made a couple breakaway saves, like made a couple nice cross-crease saves right on the doorsteps. I mean, that was really all that happened the first two, two and a quarter periods. And then, obviously, the Penguins scored, made it one nothing. Teddy Bluger – I think it was. Yes, filling yeah. in for Evgeny Malkin on the second line. Malkin was out due to illness. I mean, hey. We'll just call it guilt for trying to advocate Michael Rath. How, really how about that? I don't really care about Malkin, but I mean, and it just looked like, I mean, the Flyers just, I don't know. I thought like that was, that was like the end where like the Flyers were just going to go down in like a heap where they would just like, they would lose this game one nothing after like they get a goal called back like twice or however you want to look at it. And then it's like, it was just like, oh, God, here we go. Like, they're going to, like, just blow this. And then they pull, like, a pretty much another stadium series where 20, I think it was. 19 seconds yeah, left. Yeah, 19 seconds left. They literally finally get in the zone. JBR, like, I feel like he didn't even really, like, shoot it. it was he, like, like directed a, he, like, it. Yeah, I mean, it was more like a tap, like a, yeah, like a redirect. And, like, he also, like, tapped it a little bit. But, I mean, kind of a soft goal to give up by Matt Murray. But, hey, I don't care. The Flyers tied it. And then, again, they – wasted most of the overtime and Couturier scored with three seconds left. So I don't, Sidney Crosby, as much shit as I give him, he's still arguably the league's best player and one of the best defensive forwards in the game. It's an underrated part of his game that I'll give him credit for. He just, that Couturier goal, he got, he, worked. Just, he got worked. He was just lazy. He's like, oh, I'm going to just throw my stick at it and I'm going to let Coots, who's actually a good offensive player, walk right on by me. And Murray lets in another weak-ass goal. Yeah. I will say, aside from that game being, like, low scoring, it was a good game because each team obviously had their chances. The Flyers played a solid road game where they kind of – There wasn't a lot of shit either. Yeah, they took they took the weird. crowd out of it early because, like, they were obviously, like, not giving the Penguins a lot of quality chances. A um, couple good penalty kills early on. So, I mean, they played a solid road game. It just obviously wasn't, like – it wasn't a barn burner where every team was scoring back and forth, obviously, because both goalies are good, in my opinion, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, that's a good hockey game, in my opinion, and a good win by the yeah. Flyers. Yeah, any other thoughts on the game before we move on to the Montreal game? No. Nothing? You got nothing? Work, yeah. Working in beer league and then caught a little bit of the game at the bar, but then you left before they won or anything. I caught a little bit of it, yeah. But yeah. it just felt good. It was, um, good. it was good for after that loss that they had. Against the Toronto, Toronto, yeah. Toronto. Toronto. Box score recap, boys. Yeah. Box score recap. The, the, the Flyers may miss the playoffs, but they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 3-1 to one this season, so that will always fill my heart with joy. And also, the Flyers are the only team to beat the same team more than once in this season 
when trailing in the last minute of the third period. So, an NH- a good NHL record to have. Also, did you see that uh, the Penguins retired their stadium series gear? Yeah, people are saying they threw out the gear. They're actually just going to donate it to ProStockHockey.com, which oh. is like all the teams do. Or they're going to donate it to like clubs, to charities or something. I saw a lot of Flyers fans give them crap and shit for it on like forums on Facebook and thing. I'm like, guys, I'm like, no, not really. They're, they're, every team does this with old gear. It's yeah. just what happens. The Flyers probably did the same thing. Just the Penguins have Dana Hines, who's a very active, um, he's their equipment manager, who's very active on social media. Not all equipment managers are like him. So he's like, hey, throwing it out is like a joke. And then Flyers fans ran with it. I mean, it was funny to an extent, but then I will admit, us Philadelphians kind of sometimes can take things a little too far at times with the jokes. And that's where it kind of went. I mean, but, hey, we were, we're 2-0 and with our, uh, with our stadium series gear in their own, too. Then we, yeah. All the South Philly beer leaguers are going to be on pro stock hockey buying up <laughs> all the stadium series gear not used by the Pens. I, yep. I don't want to hear it. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think that covers that. Should we move on to that? was the next Montreal. Another, yeah, Montreal, another not particularly fun game. They lost 3-1. Uh, the Flyers looked like they were never really in it for the most part. It was just – I caught the game late because we are at dinner celebrating my granddad's birthday. Had birthday pop, the big 86. Um – but, you know, it was just, like, when I got home, I just turned it on, and I was like, oh, they're playing, like, crap again. Yeah. And this is not going to be pretty. And it was like, man, they just laid an egg, and that's the best I could say it. Like, I just, it was the game where I, I didn't even watch post-game. I would just turn it off. I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to watch post-game because the third period, excuse me, that third period I saw was just terrible. hard mm-hmm. <laughs> a little, a little s- stutter t- 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 today, Junior. But um, yeah, it was just it was just a it was a really big letdown loss. But luckily that night the the Flyers got some help because Columbus and one other team in the standings around with lost. So Carolina, that, I think Carolina lost. I know Columbus lost, uh-huh. which helped them out big time. Well, yeah, because that could have got us within one point of Montreal, and then it would have kind of made it a little a little easier for them to kind of get in a playoff spot. But then, obviously, they lost. But, like you said, they got a little help. But, again, it doesn't really help because they still need to keep winning. So, and that, yeah, that game was just like, I don't know. It was just like, they're just too many times this season the Flyers have won a game and they haven't been able to transfer the momentum of a win from either the night before or even, like, one day after. Like, I guess – Two days. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say, but like yes. they just have they've had terrible a terrible time transferring the momentum of a win into another game, and they just come out flat and they just look like they can't even play hockey. Like it just looks sloppy. Like they couldn't even really get in the zone. They were getting like they were putting shots right into Price's like chest or like just made like easy glove saves. Like I mean, it's Carey Price. Like you got to make the guy like move around, get a body in front of him, like, do that. Like He is the best goaltender in the world. I was gonna, right yeah, now. yeah. But, like, and the, even the one goal they scored, it was, like, I mean, it was it was nice. It was a little bit of a garbage goal because Couturier picked up the rebound, I think, like, right outside the crease, and it was on the power play. So, but, yeah, I mean, that game is another one where you just kind of you kind of look past it at this point because it's a loss. It doesn't help the Flyers at all. It only hinders their chances of making the playoffs even more. And, Every loss at this point just makes like makes it even more of like a dismal outlook for them because it's just like another nail in the coffin. So yeah, 
Did anything you want to add about the Montreal game? I know. I think you were at work, right? Tuesday yeah, night when it was on. I, I missed a good chunk of games this week, unfortunately, due to other circumstances. Yeah, wild, wild, wild. Well, I mean, men's league. Men's uh, league definitely really? put, put me out on Sunday night as far as my viewing abilities of the game. But now, <laughs> like I said, box score recap. That's my go-to. Hey, that's on, my little, on my little flyers app. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one that, I, that you don't even have to watch. Yeah. So I uh, I don't know. I'm more disappointed about missing uh, last night's game with the way Hart performed from what Wait, I. Wait, and we can just yeah. a perfect segue. I was gonna say, hey, we can just roll right into it. That was that was seamless. Um, but yeah, last night the Flyers roll in Chicago. Um, the Blackhawks had had scored two or more goals in like the last 50 days, and the Flyers rolled in. Hawks scored first, and it was a back and forth game. You're like, oh crap, this is gonna be one of those games. And then Carter Hart was like, like I said earlier, he was like, Nyt, not today, folks, and just shut the door down. Flyers came back, played well, and took it to the Hawks, was what I say, for the rest of the game. Uh, it was a homecoming for Ryan Hartman, as he's from the Chicago area. Um, his parents were in attendance, and um, a fellow podcast of ours in Philly, every fans of Philly with attended the game. And Mrs. Hartman, Ryan's mom, noticed the fans, the whole section, and brought a beer guy in the section and bought the entire fans of Philly section beers last night Man, at the Hawks game. That's a nice chunk of change by even one beer. The Harvey family sitting on the sitting on a golden egg there. Yeah, humble brag. I can buy a lot of beers at a hockey game. Yeah, I mean, look, that's certainly one way to win over a Philadelphia uh, fan group's heart. But the Flyers came. Hartman had a couple good chances, but you know the, the Flyers just overall played well. You know, uh, JVR has his. Two two mile away backhand goal that Crawford just laid an egg on, yep. and then Coots gets his thirty first, which is a career high empty net, but still still a goal, still a goal, and they overall played well. You know, it was nice. It was a good win. It got them. They're back within the hunt. You know, they, they they're not mathematically eliminated yet. So sorry, Sam Moran, and sorry, Cam Talbot. We're not seeing you for a little bit while longer. But uh, guys, your thoughts? Um. I will say that the one problem that the Flyers still have is obviously the power play because their first power play they had, I think it was their first one, they literally looked like they were they wanted to get scored on because they gave some, I forget whoever, like a breakaway, and then Hart obviously stopped it, and then like they got two more chances in close, on like the, and the Flyers are on the power play, and like two Blackhawks on the kill are like running, like running the ice. So that was a little frustrating, that whole lapse. But, like, I mean, the Flyers kept it together, which is good. Uh, Hart, obviously, again, made over 40 saves. But, like, again, like, you can't – the one thing that has to be better is that the Flyers have to not – like, you can't depend on Hart to make, those like, that number of saves, every, like, night in and night out mm-hmm. when he's in the net. Because, like, that just is poor – like, it shows poor defense, like – Poor, like zone coverage, all that. Like it's just crazy because, like, I don't know. Again, they just they you can't like obviously Hart's good, but you can't just like go into every game and think, oh, we can make mistakes because this goalie is gonna bail us out because he's good. No, like play the game. Like your goalie shouldn't. I mean, obviously your goalie should make the saves, but he shouldn't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. So I think they just need. I guess it might be a little too late at this point, obviously, but. Going into next season, they have to, like, obviously shore up the defense, which is one of the things in the bigger picture that they have to do. But they have to just obviously, like, 
I don't understand. They've literally probably gotten outshot like so many games this year, so who knows? But yeah, so uh, I mean that's all. That's all yeah. I have to say about it was, that game. It was, it was just a solid game. It know? was kind of a weird game. I thought it was for some reason. I thought it was a home game, and then I saw like the broad. Like I I turned it on TV. I'm like, why are the Flyers in white at home? And then I'm like, oh wait, it's at the United Center. So. There, was a, lot of, there was a lot of Flyers fans in Chicago last night. Like, you yeah. could hear Let's Go Flyers chants on the I TV mean, the Blackhawks have been another team where they've just kind of, like, shit the bed this year. But yet they're still in it because the West is even more dumpster fire than the East right now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a good game. And obviously, a win's, at this point, a win is a win. I don't care how they get it, but if they if they win, then obviously it helps them keep – Keeping the race oh, with, like, sure. I think, what, they have, like, 10 games left, maybe? Not uh, even? Let me check the standings. Why are they not on? We're on, you're, on the flyers. You're standing. on the schedule right now. I don't know why. No, you think there'd be a standing. Here uh, we go. I just went back to the Chell site. <sighs> we got this. I know. Well, technology. and, like, who's, so let's, who's playing tonight, too? Oh, I forgot to post that. Oh, well. uh, tonight, it's Washington, Minnesota, and San Jose and Anaheim. So there's no real important games tonight that affect the schedule at all. Um, but the Flyers right now are presently four points behind Columbus, five out of Montreal for the last wild card seed. Um, and, of course, the Flyers for the Islanders tomorrow. Matt and I will be at the game. It was lovely handicap ADA seating. We'll be down some burrs and, you know, having a good old time. We'll be oh, watch Johnny Boychuk maybe returning to the Islanders lineup tomorrow, so it could be – Quite a brawl we might be seeing. Um, so that's a huge hit, obviously. Uh, Carter Hart is starting. That was already announced by Gordon today. He doesn't know who's starting Sunday against the Capitals yet. Um, but also tomorrow, you have Arizona and the Devils. Not really an important game because the Devils are out of it. Chicago and Colorado, big West matchup game. Ottawa and Edmonton, battle of the, who's the worst dumpster fire. Nashville, Winnipeg, a preview of what could come in the playoffs. Um, Toronto and the Rangers, again, not really a big important game. Montreal and Buffalo, that's a big game. Um, Buffalo and Florida, again, or Boston and Florida, a big game because right now the Panthers are tied with the Flyers in points. Um, Minnesota, Carolina, again, not really important. I don't think Carolina is in the third seed in the division. I don't think the Flyers are ever going to catch them. You have Tampa, St. Louis, could be a Stanley Cup final matchup. You never know. Uh, Pittsburgh and Dallas, Calgary, Vancouver, Detroit, Vegas, Anaheim, and the LA Kings. So Columbus doesn't even play tomorrow. So the Flyers with the Islanders, they're two back at Columbus. And then moving on to Sunday, of course, the Flyers play the Capitals. Huge game. You cannot afford to be, get swept by a division rival as big as, as the Capitals this season. Um, and then Columbus plays that night against Vancouver. So in theory, it's what I'm leading up to. If the Flyers win these two games and Columbus loses to Vancouver Sunday night, they're tied in points. So this could be a very, like, I think the Flyers are down to a 2% chance of making the playoffs. But if the Flyers get two big wins this weekend and Columbus loses, they, they are they are right in it. <laughs> and, and they're legitimately in it. And it's something that I, it's going to take lots of hopes and prayers probably for it to happen and get I mean, pulled off. But uh, yeah. It's not out of their own possibility because Columbus has just been, they've been awful since going all chips in with Duchesne, Dezingle, and keeping Bobrovsky and Panarin. They're like 5-7-1 since the deadline, and they're just 
playing losing hockey. So it's, this is a, this is a very very crucial crucial weekend. I mean, it's always an interesting time of year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. At this point, they really can't like control anyone else besides themselves. So all they have to do is just keep winning. They have, I think, eight games left. They have played seventy-four. Right? Look at those standings again. Flyers have played seventy-four games. Yeah, so they have eight. Right? I'm not a math guy. Pretty sure they have eight. Eighty-two. We're double checking just to make sure. Education. Yes, that you were correct. They have eight games. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So again, like, you, like I mean, they're gonna obviously need other teams to lose, but they can't. They can't do anything about that. They have to win in order so they can get a possible sixteen points in these next eight games. Well, we, and let's go check ahead and check the I mean, schedule. They really, they their schedule doesn't really get any easier, in my opinion, from here. So, like we said, they got the Islanders tomorrow, Cavs on Sunday. Toronto on Wednesday, yep. uh, then Carolina at Carolina Saturday at home to the Rangers on the 31st, Sunday. and then Sunday Funday, and then at Dallas April 2nd, at St. Louis April 4th, then closing the year out at home Saturday April 6th against the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, See, so they got they they have to definitely go at least six and two in their last in the last game, so they really want to keep a serious pace. Unless Columbus just loses out. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. You definitely have to win both games this weekend. That's vitally, vitally important. Mm. Um, and it's not like they put... The problem with the Flyers, like, I'm convinced they will beat the Islanders this, this morning, or th- tomorrow, because the Islanders, they're only playing as good because of Barry Trotz. They are still not a good hockey team, if you ask me, in my opinion. Yes, Matt Barzell is a franchise little player, but they don't have anyone else. Um, I expect it to be a win tomorrow. It's going to be a heated, nice win. Go for the Flyers to sweep the season series against the Islanders. Let's go Flyers. And then Sunday against the Capitals. If the Flyers just play a full 60 against the Capitals, who they might actually win a goddamn hockey game. Because that's been their problem with the Capitals this year. Is they haven't, they've been flat for the first 40, and then come out in the 30, and the last 20 have been the better hockey team. We've seen it every game they play against Capitals this season. It's been like that. Yeah. I mean, they've played like that against many teams this season, and it's obviously cost them because they're they're fighting for their lives here for the playoffs, for a chance at the playoffs. So, I mean, this is really the time when those games where they either didn't show up for the first part of the game or blew it in the last part of the game, like those games are going to be the ones that if they don't make the playoffs – those are going to be the ones that everyone's just going to, like... Point to. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, like, this game on this date, like, they they gave up, uh, like, a three-goal lead in less than five minutes. Like, again, I don't know. If they if they make it, it's their own their own success, but if they don't make it, they it's their own fault. There's plenty because of things to point out. they dug themselves in, so, in such a big hole in the beginning of the year that they've been trying to climb out of it this whole time. And... We still don't know if they're going to fully get out of it and, like, actually make it to the playoffs or, like, they're going to fall short or even they're just going to, like, like uh, fizzle out. So, I mean, I don't know. Again, I think it's – again, it's another time to just sit back and watch at this point and see what they're made of. Like, at least it's enjoyable. Like, again, that's what we're saying now. Yeah, like, I mean, that's yeah. – yeah. We, we said that a billion times in the past couple podcasts. Watch, um, putting a good pro- – putting a good entertainment on the ice for us. 
they're they're playing a good enough right at the crucial time when season tickets get re upped for more people to say, here, take my money. True. Um, and then, then after this weekend, you go into the Toronto game. Toronto is still not playing well. If, if Toronto is a beatable team, Freddie Anderson and Garrett Sparks are not giving the Leafs good goaltending right now. And Austin Matthews is kind of playing okay. Mitch Marner is playing okay. John Tavares is playing just okay. Now, if if, if, the, if the Leafs somehow regain their form Wednesday night, that could be a very, very, very difficult game. Who's going to that game with you? I don't know. I'll be at that game. I have tickets for my season tickets. Are you free, Jacoby? Oh, the whole crew could be at the game. <laughs> the, reason why, the only reason why I say is because they're going to have a little, a little panel together. Maybe. Oh, my. Oh, we, we're going to mm-hmm. burn the Wells Fargo Center down. And I do, and I do work from home Let's do on it. Wednesday. I'll drive you down. Oh. Be in the live oh. floor. I'm going to the Phillies game the next day. It's about to get hit Wells Fargo Mike, Center. My oh, Wednesday. Um, Bryce. Anyway. Getting, being our Lord and Savior has come to so our heart. So, I, I mean, that really takes care of it until we'll hopefully be back Tuesday, right? So that'll be... Yeah, Tuesday night we should all be back. That'll be the next one. So, I mean, we'll touch on those future games. we got to see how this weekend goes. We'll obviously talk about that next time. And this then, weekend is huge, yeah. as a current someone in the White House would say. But um, I guess kind of getting off, not really getting off track, but getting away from the playoff race a little bit. Some uh, some cool news, I guess. The Flyers got named to be one of was it six teams? Because there's more. There's four. Four teams. Just four. Oh, all right. It's oh, us, Chicago, and then Tampa and they're playing Buffalo. Buffalo. Weird. Anyway, the Flyers. The Flyers are going to be part of the the NHL's global series uh, next to open up next season. They're going to play. They're going to play. Uh, it's a preseason game in Switzerland on September thirtieth. Against one of the Swiss League teams, uh, Dave's bringing up the name here. Let me get to the top. It. It's, it's literally like you're scrolling right past it for him. Oh <laughs> man, I'm I found it. I found it. So they're playing in uh, Laus- Lausanne, Switzerland. I don't know how that's that's pronounced correctly. They have a chocolate and a vodka. They're playing. Okay. They're playing against Lausanne HC on uh, Monday, September 30th at Swa like Arena. And then after that, they'll jettison over to the Czech Republic, where they'll play the Chicago Blackhawks on October 4th at O2 Arena in Prague. Home of Gubinus and Voracek and a little guy called Yarmir Yager. Don't yep. know if you heard. So, um, how are you? Well, it's cool because we're, uh, we're looking at the teams. No big deal, boys. Yeah, we're looking Not at the teams. Deal. The press release right now, and it's uh, – these games will be the first time the Flyers have played a regular season game or any game oh, that for that matter day before my birthday. outside of the uh, outside of North America. So. Is that what you guys are doing for my 25th birthday? We're all going to the Global Series game in Prague. I mean, don't we have something on the fifth? I don't know. That might be kind of important. What is? Jake and I have a wedding. The Global, se- the the global Series. Sorry, Allie, we're going to the Global <laughs> yeah, the, Series. The, the Global Series. Is we're ditching important. your wedding to go to the Global Series yeah. game, Allie. I'm nice sorry. Thing, I didn't get invited, she, so I'll be there. She'll understand. But, she'll understand. I mean, yeah, it's going to be cool. So, I mean, that's still a long way away, but it's, it's something that I guess look forward to. And then um, <laughs> tickets are probably, I don't know how much tickets. I feel like tickets might not be too expensive, but it's you're more likely going to get bit in the ass by the travel prices. Oh, for sure. So People are already planning trips over there for the games. Yeah. I think tickets go on sale for the Switzerland. Well, make sure buy your flight early. Yeah. 
Jesus. But I mean, still, a flight to Europe is probably round trip. You're probably looking at at least five hundred dollars. We're seven months plus. out, not, not even. Yeah. Anyway, but money aside, it's gonna be cool. I think tickets go on sale for the Switzerland game on Wednesday, and then um, I think tickets for the Prague game go on sale April tenth. Yeah. So no, we. Sorry, I have that backwards. Tickets for the Prague game will go on sale Wednesday, the 27th, uh, this coming Wednesday. And then tickets to the game in Switzerland will go on sale Wednesday, April 10th. Uh, you can sign up for some NHL Inside the Crease thing on the web- online. You'll figure it out. Everyone's got technology these days. So yeah. quick Google search will get you where you need to be. It's if you want to get Flyers website. The it's, it's like the second like article. You know, the headlines that swish across your screen. Yeah, I'm like sure it's like, oh, will be on your phone, true. Yeah, and then also just make sure you start saving your your coins, whatever you find yeah. in your sock Count drawer. Your claims, boys and girls. Yeah, you know, going to Prague. I, what I'm worried. Save up your allowance. You know? What I'm worried. Love to go to Prague. It's so fun. Not even just for the hockey. It's like there's so much stuff. To yeah. Prague. There's a lot to do in here. Uh, I'm I'm more so excited not for the game against the Blackhawks in Prague, but I'm excited for the Flyers to play a European team from a from a competing league. Um, what was it this year? I forget who played over there, but they played. A team in Switzerland, and they almost lost. The Swiss team almost beat them. I think it was the Oilers. And, I and the, no and, surprise there. But, the, but the, Swiss team, yeah. the Swiss team fans were, like, all over the Oilers, and apparently it was, like, phenomenal. Well, yeah, I mean... So the, I'm looking to see kind of get, get the glimpse into Swiss the hockey. I was going to... Yeah, I mean, also, too, if you're, like, a if you're a, a, a team like that playing against an NHL team and you're home, you know, you're going to do your best to obviously beat them. So, I think the Oilers did eventually win. Uh, they won by a good margin. Yeah, eventually. but, but I mean, it was close for a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. And I mean, hey, the Flyers roster could look different by then. So, I mean, you also could have a nice little uh, slice of bread on their team. If you know what I mean. Oh, if I <laughs> could it be some Russian bread? Yeah. Yeah, bro. But anyway, so there you go. <laughs> but yeah, that's something to look forward to. Um, it should be cool. Um. Anything else we got for this? No, week? I was to say I think it's a little short episode. It's Friday night, you know. We all got plans, big things to do. <laughs> I mean, I do. I'm trying to sound like we're cool on the podcast, but I guess we're all nerds except for Matt. But yeah, I think uh, yeah. I guess we just gotta wait and see how this weekend yeah. unfolds. And big weekend. We'll either be four minutes is enough, boys. We'll either be happy or. We'll just complain a lot on the next one. On Tuesday. Make so Make out like 31 thoughts, but in 31 minutes. There you go. Exactly. So we will see you guys on Tuesday. Everyone have a nice weekend. Who knows? Matt and I might pipe on Facebook Live tomorrow while we're at the game. Could happen. Could not happen. You don't know. You'll have to wait and see. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, everyone have a nice weekend. Have a good Friday night. Do everything responsibly, as I would say. Um, and let's go Flyers. Jesus loves you. <laughs> Does he really though? <laughs>